All right, you ready to talk about True Blood? Heck yeah. So what is, what was your first impression of True Blood? Because I, I had already seen True Blood. Um, I think I caught it when the last season was coming out. But, me and you just watched it, what, like a year ago together? Yeah, I think a little longer than that. But, I mean, the first time I ever saw it was back when it was actually coming on HBO. Oh, so you did watch it when it was on. I I didn't watch it. I had a family member that watched it, and I would catch it every now and then. But that was how I got introduced to True Blood. And I, I always just thought it was, you know. Stupid. Another vampire show <laughs> or this or that. You know what I mean? Vampire yeah. Diaries, True Blood, all that stuff was just kind of. Well, you like ended up liking Vampire Diaries, too. Yeah, but... That was because I met you, and right. I mean, you kind of got me into it, but I didn't have any interest in any of those shows before. So overall, did you like the show then? Yeah, you thought it was pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, it was different. I like kind of like the southern twist on the vampires and stuff like that. It wasn't like all high society, hoity-toity, like yeah. Rome, Rome or European aristocrat, you know. <laughs> first started watching it it seemed like the southern accents are so over exaggerated that it's it's almost like it's supposed to be satirical or soapy yeah you know but it is an interesting story yeah i mean they bring in a lot of interesting characters and yeah. i feel like there's a lot of characters that there's a a large cast but you're interested this is one of those shows that surprisingly i felt like you're interested and more than just the main characters. Like, there's a lot going on oh, with yeah. all the side characters. and Who, Who's your favorite character? Favorite character? <laughs> <sighs> That's kind of hard. I mean, you can have a couple of favorite characters. Okay. Like, who'd you care about the most? Their storyline. I like Alcide. Mm -hmm. I just thought he was a badass. Plus, he's a werewolf, and I like werewolves. And... I mean, I don't like, you know, I felt like there wasn't enough Alcide other than like Sookie's love interest, yeah. you know, there for a little bit. And it was just, which the show's not about him and it's not about werewolves and stuff. But I liked Alcide. I I like Eric. Yeah. I like Eric over Bill. Me too. Like Eric, Me too. <laughs> Eric's the better fit. He's the badass. He's the old Viking. You know for what sure. I mean? So like there's so much that is appealing to Eric. That was my first introduction to Alexander Skarsgård. That's what like made me like him as an actor. Yeah. And so now, if there's something in, like with him in it, I'm like, that's probably gonna be good. Yeah, I agree. That I mean, that's the first time I had ever seen him in anything. Um, I really like Lafayette I just because he's oh, a badass, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> and he's so funny. Yeah, it, I mean, it's kind of hard not to like him, and his off the rail. Just crazy moments where he's yelling at folks yeah. when he beats the shit out of that racist dude. Oh yeah, like it's it's pretty great. Yeah. Um. Other than them, who did you not like? Suki. You didn't like Suki. <laughs> uh, not really. Just 
she was always in trouble. And it, I mean, yeah. I know the show is about her. It's about, you know, her. When it, they, at first, it's like she's always a damsel in distress. Well, I guess that's not true because she saves Bill almost off the rip. Yeah, but... But there are some moments where she's almost damsel in distress-like, but then there's other moments where she does do her own stuff. Yeah, I just... I really didn't care for anything that was going on with her. Yeah. And I didn't care for the whole love thing with Bill, and then she stops loving Bill, and then she's with Alcide, and then she loves Eric, and it's just... That's too much for me. Just so out of all three, between Eric, Alcide, and Bill, who would you have rather her ended up with instead of a faceless stranger at the end? Alcide. Really? Yeah, just because to me he was the best man out of all. Like He was the best one yeah. out of all of them, morally, but... I'm an Eric stan. <laughs> Eric's a jackass, but I love him. Uh, yeah, but that's part of his appeal. I mean, yeah. I did not like... Jason and I did not like Tara. I <laughs> I didn't necessarily like Jason, mm-hmm. but I liked his story and the shit that he gets caught up yeah, in. Yeah, that's the thing is like he was always in some shit of his I own know, making. <laughs> but that's to me what was more appealing than Sookie stuff that was going on. Yeah. Like I didn't necessarily like Jason any more than I liked uh Sookie, but I like the stories that were going on, like with all that stuff with the fellowship. I hated their granddad. <laughs> it right that off was the rough. rip, season yeah. one. Yeah. Old That's the lady from Gam Twister. Gam. Yeah. <laughs> it's Gran. Yeah, I know. It wasn't Gran. I was, grand, I was just Yeah, I know. But yeah, I mean she got gut. I I thought it was interesting that um Bill was from Civil War times and he spoke at the Meeting yeah. about what happened during he was a imagine that like imagine you're you're kind of a history buff imagine meeting someone from that time I mean, yeah, that's be, still alive to tell crazy. you about it. yeah that would be crazy all the questions you could ask and what really happened instead of just what is put out there for us to believe happened right not that history is a conspiracy but you never really know what actually happened just right. saying just saying but I mean. Who did you not like? That's what I said. I didn't like Tara or Jason. That's it? Just Tara and Jason? Yeah. Tara, okay. We can get on Tara a little bit. Tara, to me, was such an up-down emotional roller coaster because I hated that whole stint to where she was just off the rails, fucked up, doing whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the other half, she's just trying to parent Sookie the entire... Well, well and, her and her mom. mom, yeah, but... So she was just so angry and it was like she was just always yelling at somebody and like telling them what to do. Yeah, she's real authoritative. Yeah, and I just I don't know. Her character wasn't appealing to me. I didn't like hate her, I guess, but I mean she didn't deserve to die. No. <laughs> but I don't know. The whole thing with Marianne. Like, okay, so as the the show as a whole, there were certain things that I didn't like. The stuff with Marianne wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. It it was kind of weird, but it was so interesting. the The biggest part of the show that I don't think that I liked was when Bill was stuck with like the authority. Uh huh. I didn't like that whole stint when he was there and he became like God Lilith Bill or whatever. Yeah, that like whole he... stint. I was so not interested in that. And it was, I haven't read the books because True Blood is based off of a book series by Charlene Harris. Yeah, but um. It almost felt like they were just 
what is the craziest shit I can make up for this show? Like, that's what it felt like sometimes. Like, yeah. Suki being a fairy. That yeah, was, was so, kind of left field. Which, I mean, in that, that scene is kind of funny, and it's one of those that's it almost seems satirical, because when she finds out she's a fairy, she was like, that's fucking lame. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's really fucking lame. <laughs> yeah, I just... Different... I don't know. To me, the show's really up and down. Yeah. Like, there's certain seasons that I like more than others, like... The Marianne stuff, it was cool. Like, to me, I thought that the story itself was cool with that. Yeah, and that. I really liked Eggs and Tara's relationship. I mean, I know that went yeah. sideways, but mm. I liked that storyline to begin with. And I liked how Marianne just, like, came out of nowhere. It's, like, early season two. There's these deaths. You don't really know what's going on. Yeah. But then when they go in and Lafayette meets Jesus and all that stuff with Marnie the and the Brujas. And like yeah, yeah, and it's that was... I say cult. It wasn't really. It was more like a what? It was Dana a coven. Witches. It was yeah. a coven, yeah. And so all that stuff, it's it was almost like it's too much. Like you think Marnie's gone, and then she takes over Lafayette's body, and then at one moment Jesus is like possessed, and it's just like a back and forth, and it's almost like how many times can somebody be possessed before we've done it a, t- a hundred times in this show? Yeah, that's a pretty sad death, though. That oh, yeah. freaking. Marnie slash Lafayette kills Jesus. Yeah, that was oh, fucked. Man, like Jesus didn't deserve that. He's a good guy, which most people morally good in this show end up dead. Yeah. So, because you know, R.I.P. My boy Alcide. I liked um the Fellowship of the Sun. Yeah. When Jason's in the church and he's like super gung ho. Yeah, he's that's one of my favorite parts. Not anymore. <laughs> And Reverend Newland gets his in the Ooh. end. He gets oh, yeah. turned. <laughs> and he's uh, bitching about not having blood. And yeah. then he gets killed by his ex-wife. Well, he didn't get killed by his ex-wife. He, um, thought Eric kills him. I'm not sure. I just know that he, he does kind of, like, haunt Sarah at the end. Like, Sarah sees him. She gets what she deserves. Yeah, for sure. Fuck Sarah. Yeah. Getting locked up. Being used as a damn... What cattle, pretty much Basically, for the antidote? She, she's the antidote for Hep V. I um, no, I really liked uh Jason during that part, like when he was infiltrating yeah. and stuff like that, and all that shit was fucked up because he was like sleeping with Sarah, and uh, it was just the and whole show's you were a mess. Waiting for Revlin Newland to catch them, yeah, like you were just waiting and you were so on edge, you knew that something bad was gonna happen, yeah. And another character I actually did like, but again, he had his ups and downs, was Sam. I actually yeah, liked Sam. I, mm. It was kind of creepy. Yeah, for at sure. At first, like with uh, Sucky and stuff like that, because it's like, this man's like 40 years old, and I'm pretty sure Sucky's in her like 20s. I mean, whatever, you know. I mean, they're both consenting adults, but it, it was more creepy to me outside of age just because... It almost seemed like he could have been Starfer level. Yeah. Like, and especially when she meets Bill, he is not for that. No, not at all. So, I don't know. He he, come, he comes back and forth, and it really depends on, like, if he's dating somebody or not. And then all the, you find out he's a shapeshifter. That was cool. Yeah. I actually like that he was, and that's really cool when 
that's how they kill him, Marianne. Yeah. Because he's the actual bull that's supposed to be sacrificed, and he stabs her. That was a cool scene. Yeah, it was really cool. And then all the crazy shit with his family showing up, and his brother, and stuff like that. Well, he was already connected to Marianne from before. Right. Yeah. But, but, yeah, his brother, his little brother got on my nerves. Not that he deserved to die, but... No, I mean, he got... He got... He got gotten... I liked how the show, you go into it thinking it's vampires. When you get vampires, most of the time you get werewolves. But you got a variety of things in the show. Fairies. Everything. Witches. Yeah. You know, the shapeshifters. Yeah. I liked how they set up the hierarchy for the vampires. Yeah. Like, it wasn't your typical... I guess you'd say typical. It wasn't like it was just like one thing. It was like they were all tiered down. Like they had the king of Mississippi, the queen of yeah, Louisiana. That was really the, cool. Like all that stuff was pretty cool. And uh, what's his name? Russell. Yeah, Russell Edgington. That I ain't a lie. Hated the character, but it made such good television because oh, yeah. that dude did a phenomenal job playing that crazy ass fucking killer and i i liked his entire story and then yeah th- it was it was really you know it changed it the the series took a turn when he killed that news anchor on live tv yeah that it's one of those things where you're like you're like looking at the screen like oh my god yeah. this is gonna <laughs> change everything yeah but and then bill at one point becomes what the king of louisiana mm-hmm you know, um, I know you know this, but I wrote a paper over this show in early college before mm-hmm. me and you got back together, and um, it was basically over how True Blood uses its characters to like kind of mimic Southern stereotypes with racism and homophobia. Yeah, and uh, it was actually my favorite paper I ever wrote, and it was really good. <laughs> Really? I actually got a good grade on it. I was about to say, what would you make on it? Yeah, a good grade. <laughs> like, I'm an A. Really? Yeah. But it is interesting to look at it from that point of view because everything gets thrown onto the vampires, mm-hmm. but there's, you know, racism. And then there's, you know, they're looking for vampire rights and the vampire rights amendment and all of that. And it kind of mimics, like, things that have gone on in the past in our country in real life. Yeah, and that's what... That's what's cool about True Blood is because it, it, it's not just another, oh, well, vampires are a secret, this or that. Yeah. It's like vampires are a part of society, like, and people are now having to learn how to coexist with them. And there's a lot of issues with it. I mean, that's the entire show is just vampire rights and issues and what's going on and yeah. who wants power. And that's like Russell's crazy ass trying to take over for vampires as a whole. And it's just... Yeah, and, you know, it's usually in vampire stuff, there is, like, a head vampire somewhere. Like, there's a creator yeah. that has a line, you know. But you never see it be politically motivated. Like, where there's kings of the country or the states and, right. like, them lobbying Congress to get yeah. rights and stuff like that. But um, another aspect, too, that I liked is the way that they explored vampirism and they showed... Because if I had to pick, like, a favorite thing, it would probably be vampires. It always has been. Yeah. And so, but I like how, like, there's always the, you have to be invited in, but you can redact it. And so, like, when Suki tells Bill to get out, he is forcibly pushed out of her house. There's stuff like that that's really cool. Or, like, when Bill had to turn Jessica 
it was the whole process and she had to be buried and dig her way out and all of that was pretty cool too to see it broken down into the way vampires work in that universe well and it it's cool how they pull from different universes when it comes to that like they took this or they took that and they made it their own when it comes to different stuff like that like most of the time, you don't. I mean, in certain shows, they do it to where vampires have to be invited in, or movies they got to be yeah. invited in. But I don't know. It's different. Like when he, like you said, when he gets retracted yeah. and he just zooms out of the house, or like the way the silver burns. Right. Like they literally can't move if there's like silver on them and stuff. And yeah. I don't know. And you know, wooden stake. They explode. Yeah, I like how they explode. It's so <laughs> gross. <laughs> but. And it, I mean, like I said, it was cool just to see those type of th- things. Okay, do you remember the girl that Jason? Speaking of explosions, the girl that Jason was dating, that they would do V together. Yes. I can't remember her name because she was so early on, but they trapped that vampire guy. Remember? Yeah. yeah and yeah, Jason befriends him, and she stakes his ass. <laughs> that is one of the roughest scenes because you start to get attached to him too yeah because he's a decent he's, he's just a, a normal dude yeah like. and he, uh, that that's rough but it's so gross when they explode and it's all over you yeah and it's crazy like you brought up the whole like them doing v yeah how like vampire blood is like a drug yes yeah like it's any it's like the heroin of true blood yeah and you see issues with that through different characters, like when Lafayette's like hooked on it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's, I don't know. I mean, going back and forth, like you said, between bringing like real life stuff into like a fantasy world, it was just a cool comparison. Yeah, because it's not just vampire blood too. Sookie's blood, because she's oh, yeah. Fae. makes them all. They can walk in the sun when after they drink her blood. Yeah, and different stuff like that. So it is cool, and especially with fairies, you don't see a lot of fairy stuff you know yeah like i know that there there's there are things that have to do with fairies and the fae and you know that mortal instruments series they have um i think they're called like the sealies or something but it's basically fae's you know but y- you don't see a lot of that mainstream on television like stuff about fairies yeah i'll be honest I mean, I know a lot of people are not necessarily yeah, interested was... in it, but it's so untouched that it was interesting to see a concept built around it where their blood can do things. They do have powers. Yeah. Which, that was a cool twist, that the fact yeah. that her blood can let them walk in sunlight. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, they had to do something because they had to make her, you know, vampires were after her because of it. They had to do something like that. Did you feel like at any part through the whole series that it was just kind of like filler or dragged? Like, oh, for sure. Like, I kind of felt like the whole witch, I guess it had to happen, but the whole thing with, like, Warlow. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. How he, like, tricks her the entire time, and then and he ends up being the bad guy, but a long time ago, Sookie was promised to marry him, and it was just... It is kind of jacked up to think that... Her family did that to her. But on the same note, yeah, I like I said, I haven't read the books. Maybe the books were written that way. Yeah. But there were a lot of things that felt like filler, and it just came out of nowhere. Like, they just had to add something. Kind of like Terry. Terry and Arlene are Terry. doing perfectly fine. He started to relax from his PTSD and everything, and then all of a sudden it ramps up. And 
maybe PTSD works like this. I don't know. I've never had PTSD. But he all of a sudden is having visions of a guy he killed when he was in the army, a buddy, mm-hmm. er, and then he decides to just kill himself through, but he doesn't want to just kill himself. He hires somebody to kill him for him so that Arlene can get his life insurance money. Right. As a debt owed to a guy he killed in the Marines. It's just, does that really have to happen? Like, no. it was like they just had to kill somebody off. So right. They, it's like to keep the show <laughs> yeah. relevant. It's like, yeah. hey, let's kill off another major character. Right. And that's the way I felt about season seven. When they killed Terror off and then yeah. they kill Alcide off. And it's just like, they they could have died at any point through the entire series. And they both just get killed because they get shot. Like, right. it's just a thing. I don't know. Like, well, so a lot of people were upset with the ending where she is just with a no name person and she's pregnant. Right. How did you feel about the way that that ended? It was boring. Do you think that she should have ended up with somebody instead as the ending? Like one Either of the three ended guys? Up with... I mean, you've already said that you thought that she should be with LC. That's like your pick. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like I said, they they kill him off and then it's just kind of like, you know, and I the only reason I felt like she should be with Alcide is because the time that she was with Alcide, like she seemed like decent and normal. Good. And yeah. yeah, like yeah. there wasn't any issues. So why don't you be with that guy? Eric's always a wild card. I feel like she couldn't necessarily end up with Eric yeah. because of who he is and what he is and stuff. And Bill's and just the... Bill, but Bill backstabbed her. Bill was like... Right. He was watching her for, was she the queen of Louisiana, or was she above that? She was the, I think she was, or the girl that he was spying for, that was the queen of Louisiana. Okay. Well, who was Russell Edgington then? He was the king of Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But he wanted it all. He wanted all the territory. Yeah. But, you know, he was spying on her for that woman, and he... He was very self-interested sometimes, and I don't feel like he was the better choice. No, and that's it was. Why it was almost kind of like a Vampire diary saying, like a Stefan and Damon thing, where yeah. at least Damon and Eric are upfront about who they are. Like, you know what you're getting with them. Whereas Bill and Stefan, tried, they, tr- they try to be like the good guy and like, you know. They always have a dark side. Right. They're this or that. Yeah. Right. Like Shit when Stefan becomes the Ripper and they go through all that. It's, it's the same thing. you're right it's absolutely the same thing and a lot of these shows tend to repeat themselves when it comes to that not that i don't fall right into it i like both of them i mean yeah like i said i'm all in all i enjoyed true blood you know just like anything that you can pick apart there's just some stuff that you're just like "Mm, this probably could have been done differently or this person didn't have to die or i don't know i felt like Everything has to end. Right. And there's not many shows that we watch now that we actually enjoy the endings to. Yeah. You know, like, honestly, Breaking Bad was probably, like, one of the better endings to me yeah. out of the shows that we've watched. But that's that kind of show is a rarity because it was perfectly pieced together and it ended when it was supposed to. Right. There wasn't really any filler in that. That story was just what it was. Well, and it only lasted five seasons. Right. Yeah. I really feel like we could have done without season seven. Oh, I agree. It was nothing but tying up loose ends. 
Yeah, so why not or, just... But it was a whole season of tying up loose ends. Instead of it being like the last two episodes, right. it was an entire season of that. You should have just made season six have like two extra episodes to where you can right. just put everybody in, say your goodbyes, and call it what do you do? Because yeah. nothing really happens in season seven. No, and a lot of it is focused around... Um, them just finding Sarah, right? Well, what's her name? The girl that works for Eric. Oh, um... <laughs> I can't remember her name. I know you're talking Look about. it up. Look it up. Because it's going to drive me crazy. All right. She's, a, she's one of my favorite characters, too. Just because she's so... She's got so much attitude. And then especially after she turns Tara, I kind of like how their relationship was. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of liked her just because she was like... A kinda, voice of reason, too. Yeah, she was just kind of an asshole. Yeah. About everything to everyone. Yeah. She is... Uh, Pam. Pam, golly. Yeah, so it's it focuses around like Pam fi- trying to find Eric. That's yeah. what a majority of those episodes are. And then when she finds him, she has to convince him to save himself. And then they have to find Sarah... And it's just a lot of the same shit. It literally, this entire show is somebody convincing someone else to stay alive or save them or do yeah. this or do that. All of it, It's an entire beg fist because that's what I feel like everybody does. I wasn't unhappy with Bill choosing to die. No, I, I felt, felt like, like that, that okay. made sense for his character. Yeah. It did not make sense to me for Eric to just accept his fate. Eric doesn't strike me as the type. No, but, you know, he struggled so much after Godric died, and yeah. he was dealing with all that. And I guess that's true. Well, and his sister died, too. Yeah, his sister, sister that, that he, he was slept with. too close to. <laughs> yeah, but, he, I mean, he was dealing with that nonetheless. It wasn't a biological sister. Just yeah, it was clear. just the Godric was cha- or turned, turned both, both of them. them. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I was happy with the way that Bill died. It made sense. And honestly, uh, a lot of people were unhappy with the ending, with her ending up with a no-name person. But at the same time, so much happened throughout all of these seasons that if I tried to picture her with any of the three of them... You can't. Her character wouldn't have. Right. And so I guess it should have ended that way. I know a lot of people were unhappy with that decision, but it kind of made sense. Yeah, I just... You know, like I was saying... There's not many shows that I enjoy the endings to. Yeah. And if it had to end, yeah, I guess it ended okay. It was just kind of like it ended with Eric and Pam doing their own thing with, you know, the new blood. And everybody else is just living hunky-dory. Like, all this shit's happening and everyone's just fine, which, I mean, I guess they would be at the end. but Yeah. I mean, Jessica and Hoyt got back together. I did like that. Yeah, finally. I liked that at the beginning. I yeah, hated I the whole thing. To me where too. They had to sit there and back and forth with like when she uh, glamoured. Is it called yes, glamoured? Yes, in this show. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's pretty much what happens. Yeah, but is that a Vampire Diaries thing? I th- no, I think glamoured is is true. What blood. That she does, yeah. Getting them crossed over a little too much. But um, she has to do that and take away his memory of her. I hated that. I hated that so much because Hoyt was a favorite of mine, too. 
That's because Hoyt, out of everybody in the entire show, was probably the morally best character. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with Hoyt at all. He yeah. was just a good guy. And he really loved Jessica. Yes. <laughs> and but old Jason. He was dating Bridget at the end. Mm-hmm. And Jason ends up with her. And at the end, though, they have three kids because they're sitting at the table at Sookie's house. It it was almost like they just had to throw a bone to Jason. It was like, all right, you know, let's put everybody back to where they... It's like moving pieces. It's like, okay, let's put these two back together. We might as well. We have an extra girl here. Let's just throw that one with Jason. Everybody When I felt like it made sense, though, for Sam to leave with Nicole. I'm trying to remember who Nicole is. She comes in later on in the series. I mean, you just have to look up her actor to see what she looks like. But mm-hmm. um, they leave, and he gives Mer- Merlots to uh, Andy, and it becomes Belfler's. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. when Bill dies, he leaves his place to Andy as well. Right. With the agreement that Jessica and Hoyt can live there, and they pay $1 a month to live yeah. there. So. Andy really came out on top after all, everything he went through, all especially fa- with Marianne. Uh, like when, during his, that time period, his little uh, fairy, fairy babies. daughters. Yes, <laughs> when he's dating Holly, who was in on the Coven witchcraft too. Right. So he's he has been through the most, probably as just like a regular human. Yeah. He is always exhausted. <laughs> that and dealing with damn Jason most of the time. Yes. Having to pick up after him and all the crazy shit he's getting into. Yeah. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, Jason's really not a <laughs> character. He's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah. But anybody else we didn't talk about? There's Arlene. Eh, she was okay. She was kind of annoying. Renee. Yeah, that I mean, shit was. I mean, he he's over with in the first season, but I that know, but was that... yeah. You you were not expecting for Renee to be the no. killer. You did not expect Renee to yeah. That shit was crazy. Yeah. And then how, like, it's Renee's baby. Right. Oh, God. And then she's with Terry. So many good people just (laughs) end up dead. Yeah. Then Tara's mom, how she makes her change and marries the Reverend. But she's still not, like, fully a more decent person. Yeah, no. I just... There were so many people I could have done without. Yeah. But, again, it made for good television, so... I guess in that way, it's kind of why some people describe it as, like, a a soap opera-esque show because there's such a wide variety of characters that each get their own story time. Yeah. It's not like a main five or something like that. Well, and I thought the series did a good job of splitting it up between different seasons. Yeah. It wasn't like there were 7,000 things going on with this person, that person, right. this person, that person. And then you're introduced to new people as the series went on. So I think it did a good job just blending it all together in the end. Yeah. But I know I'm missing something. I know that there's like something else. Well, there's all the stuff with the werewolves, you know. Like... Um, the daughter, yeah, and that Sam tries to protect, and the grandma gets involved, and all that stuff. Where, which is how basically Sam's brother dies because he goes in yes. there, he turns into, he goes so far with the shape shifting that he can turn into a human, 
and he becomes Sam, and he goes in there, and they beat him to death, and come to find out, it was his little brother, not him. Yeah, that, and but I think at the time, if I remember correctly, the show makes you think that it's Sam. Yeah, at first, and then you're like, oh my god, they just they just kill Sam like that. Well, and it's then, kind of up in the air, like you were unsure because you saw him turn into Sam previously. That's because his brother got what he's there. He is a dirty dog. Yeah, sleeping. Was Sam's girl like that? And then just... Right. He got what he deserved. <laughs> Bastard. I like how they didn't try to go over the top with like the werewolves. It wasn't some like crazy thing. They'd literally yeah. just turn into wolves. Yeah. Because this show has... I mean, it's all supernatural. But there's a fine, I feel like line there between like them growing into like gargantuan like yeah. walking beast you know yeah it was just a good fit for well, them to be wolves i like that sometimes but sometimes if you don't have a big enough budget it just ends up looking stupid like really ugly cgi yeah, yeah. like as far as werewolves like there's some 80s stuff like silver bullet i feel like that's cheesy now but for the time it was really good right but and then like in Twilight, it Twilight is kind of weird to me how they're just they're regular wolves, but they're huge. Huge. I I kind of like that concept though. You do. I like the wolf, like it's a werewolf is just a giant wolf. Like I picking from t- Twilight here, I actually enjoyed seeing that. Yeah. Um, and it felt like it leveled the playing field with vampires being super strong. I mean the wolves got to be big enough to take on That's true. the were or the vampires and stuff like that. That is I I felt like they could have made the wolves a little bit bigger in Well, you know, in Twilight they're not technically werewolves either. Right. I I didn't think about that, but they're shapeshifters. That's just their one form. Right. So, I guess that makes sense. But maybe you could have made the wolves a little bit bigger and Or maybe a little blood. bit more scarier. Yeah, something Something just to add to them. Because so where they're not, they don't just turn into little wolves. Yeah, they're like little, little dogs, dogs running like around. Little coyotes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as werewolves, though, I have to say, it's it's getting. This is getting to be an older movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's coming up on twenty years, I'm sure. Um, but Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Lupin's werewolf. That's a creepy werewolf. That is the creepiest werewolf, and to me, it's like perfect. Like that's what it should look like. I disagree. What? I don't get me wrong. I like Lupin's werewolf. Yeah. But we're talking werewolves. I really, really like the lichens in Underworld. Yeah, they're pretty good. Not the, not the first Underworld because mm-hmm. it looks kind of rough. But I think it's the third one, the Rise of the Lichens. Uh-huh. The way that they make them look in that. They stand up on their yeah, hind legs, huge. right? And they're, but yeah. they still look like wolves that walk. They're kind of like bear wolves. Yeah, like they giant. run. I mean, they still yeah. run on all fours, but yeah, they're they're huge. Yeah, that's and true. And they, they look badass. Which, I mean, you got a big enough budget, you can make anything look cool. But yeah. That and one more werewolf thing. The werewolf in the movie, which is, this is an older movie too. I thought that the werewolf and or the werewolves in the movie Van Helsing uh-huh. looked really cool too. They're I haven't actually, seen that since I was a kid, so I don't remember what they look like exactly. His werewolf uh, that um, Hugh Jackman turns into in uh-huh. the end, he's probably my favorite looking werewolf. And I mean, he's huge. He, I mean, in that movie they go over the top. I mean, they grow to be like Goliaths in that movie. Yeah, but. 
don't know. He just looks really cool. And Dracula looks real fucked up in that movie. So, but <laughs> so we're not, we we can do that for another time. But yeah. Oh no. I give True Blood. Are are we doing loots? Mm-hmm. All right. I feel like I give everything an eight, <laughs> but I give it. I'll give it a seven and a half. Seven and a half loots. Okay. I was gonna say seven. Okay. So yeah, definitely worth a watch. I would recommend it if you haven't seen it. Yes, I would definitely watch it. Anything else you'd like to say about True Blood? One thing I did really like, and this is going like doing it backwards here. I thought that one of the coolest scenes in True Blood was literally the opening scene to the entire series. And it kind of looped you in and it shows you the way society is. Kids are going into yes. the gas station. Yes. When the kids are driving and they're being reckless and they yeah. go into the gas station and they're talking shit to the redneck dude that ends up being a vampire because he just flashes his teeth because they're talking shit between each other and they just run out scared shitless. Yeah. And then he sets the six pack of True Blood on the table. It was pretty cool. And it kind of real, like that right there as an opening scene just reeled me in. I was yeah. like, oh, this, this is going to be pretty good. Yeah. So, but no, like I said, definitely give it a watch. It was yep. a pretty great show. Yep. So. All right, well. You want to close this out? Yeah, sure. Deuces. Deuces. Watch True Blood.